From the 915 to H-Town, from the Panhandle Plains to the Valley, and everywhere in between, this is the 5050 Podcast, powered by College Promoters USA. Join me, Hector Cano, as we cover the Texas high school club and college soccer landscape, along with an inside look at the college soccer recruiting scene. The 5050 Podcast is a platform about the people and for the people who are dedicated to the beautiful game. College Promoters USA, founded and located in San Antonio, operates as the only family-owned college recruiting company in Texas that brings a truly professional, local, and face-to-face approach to area high school student-athletes and their families. If your son or daughter is serious about college athletics, call them at 210-494-6363 or visit collegepromotersusa.com anytime. College Promoters USA, the best investment a parent can make in their high school student athletes. Here we go. It's another edition of the 5050 podcast powered by our proud partners, College Promoters USA. College Promoters USA, they are America, America's premier college prep program and high school student athlete marketing service since 1997. Located locally here in San Antonio, Texas, you can find them in the Ventura Plaza Shopping Center. You can also find them on social on Twitter at SATX Recruiting, as well as on Instagram at College Promoters USA. And you can also get more information on what they're about and the cool things they're doing on their website at collegepromotersusa.com. My next guests, they are here to help us kick off the very beginning of the Tasco Convention Series. Very excited to have them on. They're going to tell us about a lot of the awesome stuff that uh, their organizations are bringing to the game. And uh, we'll also talk about the Tasco Convention itself, uh, which will be less than a month away now. Uh, we are joined by both John O'Callaghan, the Strategic Partnerships Manager for VO, the VO Camera Systems, and Jack Stewart, the Sales Director for Beyond Pulse. Gentlemen, how are you? Doing well, doing well. Pleasure to be here. Doing good. Thanks for having us, Hector. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is the place to be from what I hear rather than maybe watching, uh, what is that Tampa Bay and uh, Baltimore as we were uh, just enlightened. Right. So awesome. So, uh, so first of all, again, gentlemen, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. And we're very excited to have you all here and listen more or find out more of what maybe people sometimes tend to think they might know about your products or they're familiar with it. They've heard a little bit about it, but they don't really know. They're not quite very familiar with it whatsoever, maybe. Um, so very briefly, uh, maybe we'll start with, uh, with Jono. Uh, tell us a little bit about your, your products and maybe some of those things that people may not necessarily know. Yeah. So uh, VO has been around now for about six uh, years. It's a fully automated soccer camera. So you set up on the side of the field, you press play on the VO app and it'll film your game automatically. So no need for anybody to be standing by the camera, manning that and and filming the game. Uh, Afterwards, you can also go and edit it, make clips, make highlights. Coaches give coaching points within our software platform as well. And then also our newest uh, edition of the VO2 camera, uh, has the ability to live stream as well, which is a huge, huge uh, ask of coaches and has been for the last few years. And so we're excited to to bring that to the table. And so uh, the live stream is, is really easy as well. It's all done through through our VO Live app. And so now uh, you can watch the game from nowhere, uh, nowhere uh, you are, uh, and you can also stream it to, to your smart TV as well. So um, yeah, that is uh, VO Camera in a nutshell. And uh, we're excited to, to continue making advancements here uh, 
soon with their with their analytics platform as well. Awesome, great stuff. Thank you, Jono and uh, Jack. How about yourself? Tell us a little bit in terms of um, Beyond Pulse. It's it seems to be my general interaction has been for whatever reason with people with uh, soccer people they know or they've heard because it's a camera system. Maybe I've heard a little bit more about VO. Uh, but beyond Pulse, obviously, there's a gigantic market there. But you all seem to be uh, at the very front of that. Tell us a little bit about Beyond Pulse. Yeah, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head, Hector. I mean, people are really familiar with the you know amazing systems and 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 the importance of videoing uh, games. But you know, as a former professional athlete and and starting to really build that ecosystem within a club or or a school, uh, what Beyond Pulse has done is is give it a wearable technology that will allow players to engage and respond to, to training and game data. So as they're going through their youth sports career, uh, they can start learning about overtraining, undertraining, uh, the importance of recovery uh, during, you know, whether they're, you know, it's recovering from an injury, um, talking about injury prevention. So back to that overtraining, undertraining, uh, and then starting to really start to really think about how college coaches are starting to utilize this in their programs with a wearable device um and so now they're starting to look in the recruiting process you know on top of video they're really starting to look at you know how do these athletes that we're recruiting how do they train right what do they do in a practice uh you know are they covering the distance that i want my number six to cover you know is that mm -hmm. outside back doing the responsible thing so it's really just improving and giving more a professional level experience all the way down the the youth uh, soccer landscape and and into other sports as well so that's that's interesting, Jack. So you hit on something. Is that a growing trend in terms of what you're hearing from, let's say, particularly college coaches as far as additional data that is now officially being requested to accompany video? Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's one yeah. of the things, uh, even from a global standpoint, where where coaches are right. asking, you know, because they're not able to essentially fly across. We're not omnipotent as college coaches in the recruiting process. So they're, they're starting to rely on some of the, you know, above and beyond video. Uh, what are the tangible things that they can see and get objective data to really start understanding what that player is that they're recruiting? Gotcha. Yeah. Now, have you found in that time, have you found do coaching staffs, maybe however they may receive that data, do, do they still need maybe a little bit of help here and there as far as interpreting that data or do they, or is it pretty cut dry to the point or? <laughs> yeah, I still think uh, the learning is still in its infancy. Uh, and that's why right. I think beyond pulse has been such a great product for, for the youth sports space because it's very easy, digestible data. Uh, we still do a lot of uh, uh, analysis for the club or high school coach. So, you know, making sure you're understanding what that data is telling you. Um, and really providing you with all the information that you need uh, for uh, for um, you know for your game and for your training sessions. Great stuff, thank you. And so, question. And so, we we take it back. We throw it back over to you, Jono. What is maybe when you talk with uh, when you're talking about your product, right? You're talking about video camera. What is maybe the the biggest misconception that you find yourself becoming a key talking point when talking with the uh, with people about it yeah great question um i would honestly say that video in the past has always 
been looked at as a thing that's, you know, that's nice to have. The top teams do that. The best teams do that. But we've saw a gradual shift with video and some other technology, as Jack just alluded to, where these things are becoming normal now. It's almost becoming a, a thing that is a, a necessity as part of coaching and part of development. So uh, those coaches now, you see, if you go to fields, whether it's a club soccer tournament, high school soccer tournament, there's going to be cameras everywhere. Um, and we've just became accustomed to filming everything. And I think that is, is a good thing for, for development because as coaches, you can know what you're seeing on the field, but it really reaffirms what is going on when you go back and look at that video and you're able to give a player a direct uh, visual coaching point uh, on what maybe they did well or maybe they didn't do so well. And so that, would I would say, is there's been a major shift uh, in the way that video is just perceived uh, in general within the soccer community. And how about yourself, Jack? Same thing. What's maybe key talk, key talking point in terms of common misconception when talking about your product with with people? Yeah, I mean, I think Jono hit it uh, nail on the head. It's it's uh, you know, is it a nice to have or is it really you know uh, something of, of value? And I think you know, the more we get into the sports science and the data, uh, and we start talking about you know whether it's with the ECNL or you know kids trying to play at a high level. We need to be able to to see that objective data to see you know are we are we pushing them too far you know a lot of the athletes that that I know uh, in the Texas area are probably multi sport athletes and making sure that you know if we're training them you know three sixty five we need to make sure that we're we're also giving them time to recover as well and and being able to see that because uh, we only get you know as coaches we probably only get you know six hours of them a week before the games on the weekends so. Being able to see that data throughout the course of a week is really important. Yeah, well said. What is the impact? What would you what would you say is from your uh, respective products? What is maybe the the impact, the biggest impact? The if you had to identify the one single biggest impact that your product is having on the game or or where the game is trending, if if you will. What would you, is there, is there a specific thing that you could identify like the one big one? It's a good one. Uh, it'd be hard to nail down uh, just one thing, but if I had to pick one, I would say uh, the ability to be noticed. You know, now college coaches don't have to travel coast to coast internationally uh, if they have video at their fingertips. And so for us, we really pride ourselves on being able to give people that access, whether it be live through the live stream or the ability for coaches and players to send those those game clips and those full game highlights afterwards. And so uh, that is really transcending the recruiting process now because college coaches can't be in three, four different places at a time. We, we, we know how many showcases and tournaments and events go on. And so having this uh, this tool is, is really uh, a, a big, big priority for them as well. So. Good stuff. Jack? Yeah, and I'd say uh, for for Beyond Pulse, it's really about development, whether that's coaching, whether that's player development. Um, and it's really just being able to understand when we can perform. And, you know, we, we train all week for the games on the weekends uh, and being able from a coach to understand what, you know, how do I put the best team, the, the right 11 on the field? You know, how do I put the, you know, and as a player, Am I doing enough to, to get myself into the starting lineup? Am I taking care of myself and thinking about recovery? Uh, I think is really, you know, the, the main 
talking point would be, you know, development uh, for both coaches and players. Gotcha. Where would you all say you're seeing maybe, um, I know it's a little bit of a loaded question, but maybe the biggest, as it relates to your product, the biggest growth or demand in terms of your product? Is there a particular level part of the market? Where, where are you seeing that biggest growth, that biggest demand? I'd say for, for us, as I just mentioned previously, the live streaming was was a huge demand. And I think that was a big thing over the last couple of years when uh, COVID and all this stuff, you know, live streaming was the sexy thing to do because everyone couldn't be there. So now it's just became, uh, like I said, it's a norm uh, to be able to do that. And so that was a big, big uh, ask for a lot of coaches. We're now also seeing coaches want more and more analytics, uh, which I'm sure Jack can even jump into with how much uh, they can provide as well. But uh, that's something that VO, you know, we do provide some analytics along with the video as well. And it's an area where we we really see ourselves growing as well, just because coaches want the information at their fingertips. Yeah, it kind of seems in my my many talks with with college coaches, club coaches, and a lot of club, uh, you know, club players that the real, I guess, evolvement, evolution, whatever we want to call it, evolution, I guess, of the demand really kind of stemmed from uh, from from COVID, right? From the pandemic that really in terms of dead periods for college coaches as well, that just took things to another level in terms of for, for, for club players to be able to be noticed. Right. So, um, so yeah, it, that was, it was interesting how, uh, how people adapted to that uh, for sure. So Jack, how about yourself? Uh, what was the question again? I want to make sure I'm answering it right. Yeah. Where are you, as it relates to your product in terms of, in obviously in terms of the game, right. Whether it be level, um, level market, what have you, where are you seeing the biggest growth or the biggest demand as it relates to your product? Yeah, I think it's really from. I think there's two different the the club and the 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 club space, and then the high school and and college space are, are two different uh, markets. We're getting a lot of uh, attrition and a lot sorry not attrition, a lot of traction with uh, the high schools and, and colleges because they are starting to look at this data because they want to make sure their programs are top notch. But I think the the breakthrough is really with the the club space and being you know, that value add and you're, you know, you, you just mentioned it with COVID and, you know, if you don't have video players are starting to ask for this, this information, they want to go to uh, schools, programs, clubs uh, where they're offering these, uh, these added value items to, to their development as youth athletes, because they're all trying to go somewhere, whether that's play, you know, you know, whether it's, you know, go from a second team to a first team, first team to an academy, academy into college it's it's really you know how is that program going to give me the tools so that i can you know put my best foot forward in that recruiting professional uh, aspect process yeah and you mentioned jack you mentioned the club game right the club level whether it be club or maybe high school because we obviously we cover high school and college more clubs a little harder to get your arms around in terms of coverage but any uh, for both of you are there any maybe any recent success stories that kind of come to mind in terms of uh, where your, you know, testimony that you received from whether it be parents, players, coaching staffs, um, success stories with uh, where it was kind of a game changer for, for certain programs or anything, any recent success stories? 
from from a beyond post point of view uh the 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 quick and easiest one and it's really you know palatable because i just had a conversation about it uh earlier today was you know being schools now recognizing and and reducing down the soft tissue injuries because of overtraining and undertraining so being able to have that objective data during the course of the season so for example like i know i ran you know 12000 meters uh in a game on saturday you play again on wednesday you know i need to make sure that i'm training properly and not overworking or underworking uh you know myself so you know seeing a program really do that uh and it actually led them to get to the finals they ended up losing in the finals but uh you know they were able to take you know from the first year of you know the, the prior year before having beyond pulse uh, they, they had a ton of soft tissue injuries during the course of the season due mm-hmm. to overtraining. And now they were able to actually scale that back and look at it where they, you know, they were excited that they had zero uh, soft tissue injuries during the course of the season. And do you find, is that a growing, is that more and more growing feedback that you're receiving from other, other you know, other, other clients? Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's the one testimonial that I like uh, because yeah. No, it's it's that overtraining, undertraining right. value, and 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 like I'm I'm here uh, in California, about to go coach, and my kids are not in the high school season yet, but they're going, you know, high school trainings. So being able yeah. to track that and know now for my session tonight, you know, half the kids may need to do a little bit more fitness, half the kids don't. Uh, you know, just making sure they're ready for the game that we have on Sunday. So it's a uh, you know, the stories I hear about that is pretty much, you know, the, the main driving point right now. And Jono, same, any significant or recent success story regarding your product as far as a kind of a, maybe a, maybe a small testimonial? Yeah, actually, we, um, we recently produced a video and some content around this. Uh, it was a really cool story. There was two girls that played for a Southampton club affiliate in Baltimore, and they were playing in a tournament. Uh, which was being filmed by by a bunch of different cameras, VO, VO, uh, VO being one of those. And they were actually noticed by some of the academy coaches at Southampton on the professional women's side in England. And they were they were picked and received to, to go over there and, uh, and have a trial with the Southampton women's team. So we actually followed them uh, to create this really cool story of how they were noticed, you know, being videoed by a VO camera and the coaches were really interested right. in seeing more and seeing them in person. So... We videoed them going all the way from Baltimore over to Southampton, England. They were able to train with the academy for a week, um, and then and then get their hands on on some of the best training coaches uh, in the world. And so that was just a really cool cool story and testament to uh, if they didn't have that video, then would they have been noticed? Yeah. Would they have been able to be have those opportunities? So I thought that was really cool. Really cool. That's great stuff. Great stuff. I mean, we might have to follow up with you on that one. So great stuff. Yeah, I can uh, uh, post a little link to the, the video as well. It's on YouTube. So it's really cool. Oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so now we, we kind of shift gears here a little bit. We talk about the upcoming Tasco, uh, Tasco High School Coaches Convention, which will be next month, uh, November 17th through the 19th uh, in uh, Galveston, Texas. What will either yourselves or your organizations, because I know your organizations will be there, but what will you all be doing there and what, um, where can we find you there in, in the convention? Any, any information that you can share on that? 
Yeah, I think uh, we'll both have uh, booth setups in the in the exhibit hall area, um, so you'll be able to find us there as well. Um, I'll give a little teaser that uh, we're going to be doing a, a joint Beyond Pulse VO camera giveaway. Um, so coaches nice. will be able to sign up for for that, and we'll we'll do it as a raffle uh, to where we'll uh, the coach that wins will get a free VO camera and a set of Beyond Pulse uh, training belts, and so that's really exciting. It's probably going to be I would. I would estimate about four or five thousand dollars worth of technology um, that wow. we're giving away, and so yeah, that's really exciting. I'll let Jack talk. I know they they have some sessions and stuff planned as well. So now, is the requirement yeah. to, to be eligible for that? Is the requirement is you have to listen to every every previous episode of the Fifty Fifty Podcast? Or what is you got to help me out here? What are what are the that requirements? Is, yeah, they need to come at least with a few a uh, few facts about every every episode, and then to at least be eligible. There we go. There we go. We'll we'll help you out with that. We'll, we'd love to help. So, Jack, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I, Johnny, you'll probably know more about what we're doing at, uh, at, uh, at Tasco, but I know we're going to have the giveaway. We have a few field sessions where you'll be able to see uh, the data in real time because uh, the beauty of Beyond Pulse is uh, you're, you know, it's all Bluetooth. You can sync up the information. So the, the, the kids that are on the field doing the session right afterwards, you'll be able to see the data. Um, so it's just that real live interaction of, of data that you'll be able to see. And then there's a, a couple of new releases that we have. We have an individual game report that's coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, so anytime uh, in the back end, if you flip it from a training to a game, it'll create a report. So it'll take out all that dead, you know, the dead time essentially that you're having, you know, uh, the team's getting water or they're standing, uh, all that stuff. So you'll get a really cool game report. Uh, and then the other thing, I don't know if it's, it's, it's going to be there, but we do have a, a personal player profile passport, we'll call it. Um, that's coming out that we can showcase uh, at Tasco as well. And your thoughts on, you know, your relationships maybe with, uh, with Tasco and your thoughts on, on Tasco and attending the convention, um, how far back does that go or, um, what can you share on that? I guess. I think for, for Vio, this is now our second time we'll be in attendance at Tasco convention. Um, I wasn't there myself last year, but I, I got some great feedback from some of my colleagues. That it was a great event, and, and I'm really excited for it this year. Uh, we've had a great relationship with Tasco for the last uh, two years, and, and working with Jimmy and, and his team and stuff, they've, they've been awesome. And so uh, I'm really looking forward to the event. It looks like we have some great guest speakers that are going to be there as well. So it uh, should be a fun time. Jack? Yeah, and just to echo John, I mean, we're really excited about it. We had some great success, uh, I think, last year when we went. But uh, just in the state of Texas as a whole, we've had a, you know, a tremendous uptick in, in interest with Beyond Pulse and, and high schools, colleges, and, and clubs getting in on board, coming on board for uh, you know, subscriptions of the Beyond Pulse belt. So we're really looking forward to it. And uh, unfortunately, I won't be there. We'll have uh, our, our co-founder, Michael Sup, uh, will be there with Jono. Uh, but uh, we're really looking forward to to get head into Galveston. Yeah, yeah, awesome. He is. Uh, they are John O'Callaghan, the strategic partnerships manager of VO VO Camera Systems, and Jack Stewart, sales director of Beyond Pulse. Now, before we transition, gentlemen, uh, to our next segment or get ready to transition, um, kind of an open-ended one here, a pretty broad one. But what maybe? in terms of what's on the horizon, in terms of what you can share, what has you most excited about the future of both VO and Beyond Pulse? 
Yeah, there's there's a lot of things that excite me. Uh, some that I can share, some that I, that I can't. But um, just the, just the new release of our camera, the the live streaming feature is literally only a few months old, and so we're already seeing people in hundreds of countries across the world streaming games. I'm, I'm talking Africa, uh, Asia, Europe, uh, America, and it's, it's it's awesome to see that because our mission as a company is, is to democratize uh, sports for all. And, and really go above and beyond to make that happen because now we are uh, taking this to, to a global standpoint. We try and keep it at kind of a price point where it, it is affordable for people to use as well. And so that excites me that the fact that we get this uh, camera verse and this product verse is going to be uh, all over the globe. Um, but then, yeah, in, in the short term, we do have some some products that are going to be getting released over the next course of three to six months. So uh, stay tuned for those. And, and I think a lot of coaches are going to be really excited about what's coming. Yeah, and I mean, for from Beyond Pulse, I think it's it's uh, really diving into the data and allowing coaches the ability to speak to somebody or get automated reports about what that data means. Um, again, to Jono's point, there's lots of things that are coming in the future for Beyond Pulse that we you know we're we're, we're not able to talk about today, but it's all around eventually essentially being the Fitbit, the, 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 wear, the number one wearable device for youth athletes uh, in the country and around the world. Um, because, you know, we want to make sure people are moving. We want to make sure our athletes are, are being active and uh, really combating one of the biggest challenges that we have as a soccer nation is that, uh, you know, that, that attrition of athletes that we have at that U13 level. So how can we focus on some of the grassroots uh, initiatives to focus on, um, you know, movement and keeping them, you know, excited in in sport. Yeah. Awesome. Great stuff. Well, gentlemen, thank you. Uh, We appreciate you all uh, again being here. Don't go anywhere. Obviously we know you're going to stick around with us for our second segment. We get to have some fun in our counter tag segment, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsor. College Promoters USA, founded and located in San Antonio, operates as the only family-owned college recruiting company in Texas that brings a truly professional, local, and face-to-face approach to area high school student-athletes and their families. As the lead sponsor and proud supporter of the 5050 Podcast, alongside Coach Hector Cano, College Promoters is proud to be elevating its support for the college soccer recruiting process more than any other service in the country. If your son or daughter is serious about competing in college soccer, call College Promoters USA directly at 210-494-6363 or visit collegepromotersusa.com anytime. College Promoters USA, the best investment a parent can make in their high school student-athlete. And we're back with uh, both John O'Callaghan, the Strategic Partnerships Manager of VO, as well as Jack Stewart, the Sales Director for Beyond Pulse. All right, gentlemen, it is uh, time to uh, have some fun with our counterattack segment. But before we do that, let me tell you, uh, let me tell you all real quick about our great, great partners and our great friends at Gipper. So, Gipper is the way schools, athletic departments, ads, and coaches create world-class marketing content. Join 2,500 coaches and ads and use Gipper to create high-quality visual branded graphics for your program. The best part: anyone can do it in seconds on any device without needing any design experience. 
Listeners, listeners of the 5050 podcast can receive 10% off any first time Gipper purchase. Just visit gipper.com partner slash partner slash 5050 to learn more. Again, that's gipper.com slash partner slash 5050. All right, gentlemen, it is that time. I know you all are a little nervous, but uh, we promise we'll uh, we'll have some fun with it. So, all right, uh, everything applies. So as we ask these questions, obviously these kind of go more, um, you all are kind of in between, obviously still coaches, as I understand it. Um, so uh, feel free to answer whether it's player-based, coach-based, whatever you want. So, all right, our first one, last song you downloaded. Frank Ocean, Swim Good. A throwback, David Guetta memories. Listen to that again last night. <laughs> nice. You all, this that might be the fastest anyone's probably ever answered that one. It usually, for some reason, people take forever with that one. So Jack was waiting for that one. Oh yeah, I had it ready <laughs> to go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, favorite day of the week, and why? Probably Fridays, because uh, I know I'm typically going to go out for a nice dinner. There you go. For me, it's Saturdays. My day usually starts at like 6 a.m. either watching Celtic or Liverpool and then have the rest of the day whether I'm coaching, spend time with family. But yeah, love Saturdays. And there's always, especially this time of year, there's always sports on the TV, whether it be soccer, football, uh, you name it. It's, it's a good day of the week. So, Jono, you uh, you a big uh, Liverpool supporter? Yes. Yeah, big time. I knew you were we a good man. I saw that look in your eye. I saw that look in your <laughs> yeah. eye. I knew you were a good man. So yeah. <laughs> uh, finally, we've had way too many, as I said in our last episode, we've had way too many uh, Manchester United fans. Support I mean, there's only one way to go. United way. Uh, right. <laughs> you're outnumbered. You're outnumbered. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Next one. Uh, favorite childhood TV show? Oof. Uh you can go far uh, back as you want in terms of that in terms of childhood it's like a double trouble with uh where the families compete against each other and like a slime i can't i think that's what the name of it is or double time double oh, dare uh, is what it is nickelodeon double oh double dare, dare. nickelodeon yeah, nickelodeon yeah, yeah the, double dare. the i don't know slime right was it the i don't yes. know is that what it was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna yeah. go uh sweet life of zach and cody that was uh that was my jam when i was a kid <laughs> All right. So we'll come back. So we went childhood. What about now? Current favorite TV show? I just got done last night watching Peaky Blinders. Phenomenal show on Netflix, if you haven't watched yeah. it. Still have not seen that. Still have not seen Good that. Good one. Good yeah. one. Uh, I just finished watching uh, Only Murders Only Murderers in the Building. Oh, uh, sounds awful. Celine. Is with Selena Gomez, uh, Steve oh. Martin, and uh, Martin Short. It's awesome. Hmm. I thought it was. I was like, "Is this a new Netflix one or something?" Or, okay. I think, gotcha. Hulu, I think Hulu. Right. Hulu, maybe. Hulu. Okay. Now, Peaky Peaky Blinders. How many How many seasons is that? That's like what three or four in it? No, six. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, six wow. seasons. It's uh, it was one of them. It took me like one or two times to to get into it at first. Once I got into it, there was no going back. It's what a show. Okay. Yeah, I got to get started on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have yeah. to. They're they're actually it's, uh, they're not making any more seasons, but I have heard they've confirmed they're going to make a movie uh, in like twenty twenty four of it. So yeah, you have some time to get on board. They're going to go the uh, the Sopranos route, right? So yeah. <laughs> so all right, next one. Uh, 
kind of a kind of a superpower here. The ability to speak every language or talk to animals. Speak every language. I'm, I'm just going to go opposite, just, uh, because, uh, <laughs> just to be a contrarian. contrarian. Yeah. It would, exactly. would be quite, quite interesting to, to know what my dogs are doing uh, day in, day out. I swear that there's not a lot of thoughts that go through their heads, so it'd be nice to know. <laughs> Which two? Yeah. <laughs> favorite movie quote, like all-time favorite movie quote that you can share, obviously, that you can share. Uh, it's a stepbrother's uh uh, you're probably wondering why I gathered you here today uh, as they were sitting at a family dinner. <laughs> All, right. All right. You could pull a ton from that one, but yeah. yeah. I'm going to uh, stick with my roots. I'm, uh, I'm from Scotland and, and Braveheart is just gets to my soul. Uh, so the William Wallace speech, you can, you can take our lives, but you'll never take our freedom. Oh, I think, freedom. Uh, I think we live like that every day in Scotland uh, pretty much. So yeah, that is, uh, <laughs> That's one I'll never forget. All right. Good one. Good, good. Okay, so next one. You all, uh, both of you, well, each of you respectively, right? You all are appointed to the new position of soccer czar in America. You are in charge of all soccer. What you say goes. Agenda item number one. What is the first change you are making in this country as it relates to the sport of football, soccer? It's hard to it's hard to tell you one because there's probably like a hundred I could list yeah. off, but I'm gonna yeah. uh, break it down to promotion and relegation within leagues. Uh, I think it's it's crazy that we still don't have that here in the U.S. Because you look at every other country in the world where where soccer's uh, really a dominant force. There's promotion and relegation, and and it adds so much excitement and so much passion to to the supporters and fan base. So. I would add, yeah, promotion and relegation. Yeah, I would say from a youth level, uh, get rid of the pay-to-play model. Um, is is the one thing I would, uh, or reduce it drastically. Um, but yeah, I think that's uh, mm -hmm. the one way to fix it. Uh, yeah. I do like promotion relegation, though, John. It's a good one. Yeah. You know, the promotion relegation one that was actually in the news earlier, or I think, I guess, was it last week, maybe earlier this week or going back to last week talking about uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. But the commissioner of the NBA talking about trying to find a way how they could how they could implement that to avoid teams from like seriously tanking. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know how they would get that off the ground, uh, but that would be interesting. Um but and then now the pay to play one is an interesting one, Jack, that you mentioned, because one of the thoughts is how come maybe you haven't seen how come we haven't seen in this country more of an active, more aggressive role in terms of sponsorships to help alleviate that, to kind of make that a, at least a little bit more of a reality in certain markets? Yeah, it's a great question. I think it's uh, I think it's capitalism at its finest uh you know youth soccer clubs and organizations are are you know we see it on a day-to-day -day. they're 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 money-making machines um or money generating machines i know they give back and there's all the costs associated with it but you know there there's got to be some give and take uh, with the whole entire system and model i don't know what it could be i mean I think there could be some commercial dollars in funding, but like, what is that number? <laughs> right. Right. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. like the, the, the it's, it's capitalism. Everybody, you know, if you rent, rent a field, it's a hundred bucks. If you do this, it's that. Right. So it's, you know, how do you make it uh, affordable unnecessarily, you know, uh, as, ex- as, as expensive as it currently, currently is in some areas. Right. Right. All right. Next one. Name a phobia of yours. A legit, like maybe phobia that you know you have. I don't know how to. I was talking about this yesterday, and it's really funny. But I buy, or I'll go buy a gift. Let's just say it's a, a nice smelling cologne or a candle, and it's new in a box, and I have. I just won't open it or use it, even though it's already paid for. I don't know if it's like a hoarding thing, or I don't know mm-hmm. what you'd call that as a phobia. But it's just like a. I just want to keep it pristine, but it's just like I'm gonna no, use that's, it. It's just, that's not a. Now, have you had is have you had that for a while, or is that more of a post-pandemic behavior pattern, or? Have you I think it? it's it's been. I mean, even while I was playing, when I'd get new cleats from Adidas, it'd be like I oh, I didn't yeah. want to wear them until I had to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I think for me. Uh, it would be when people, uh, you go to the bathroom and you leave the toilet roll facing the wrong way. You know, it should be like going clockwise and people put it backwards. Yeah. And so yeah. I'll even go as far as in other people's houses. If it's the wrong way, I'll turn it around so it's facing the right way. Uh, very small, small thing, but it's super annoying. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Does that qualify as a phobia, or is that just more of a? Is that a, maybe an OCD thing? Maybe. Yeah, it could be that too. Yeah. 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 No, but I'm with you. I'm with you. I heard. Uh, you know, I'm, so I'm retired Air Force. I used to have uh, one of my former chiefs. Expl- he broke that down the best. He said that it should. He said it should be. I can't believe we're talking about toilet paper, but it is what it is. Um, that it's. What did he say? It should be bangs, right? Coming in front, yeah. not not a not a mullet. I think that's how we describe. That's how we describe. That's a great one. I'm going to use that. Yeah, yeah. So, and yeah, every time I hear that, that's what immediately comes to mind. Yeah. So, all right. Next one. Speaking of pandemic, uh, what is a hobby that you discovered uh, during the pandemic? Yeah, my, mine. Mine's right around the corner from you, Hector, uh, in good old San Antonio, and it's uh, I started purchasing classic vehicles and restoring them or oh, nice. having uh, my, my girlfriend's dad do a lot of the restoration because I'm in that when it comes to that. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're international scouts. So I have uh, five oh, of them. Yeah. Now. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah. So all, I love all, those. All, I have the two sixty two sixty 262s that are like a four speed that the front window goes down. Yeah. And then I have uh 370, Two seventy fives and a seventy three um, wow. that we've all just done work on and worked on. So it's been a a, a, a crazy money pit of a, a project, but it's a, yeah. a fun a fun hobby. That is awesome. Yeah, I love those. I know. Yeah, I love those. Those are great. So yeah, I'm a big uh, off road, and I'm a big Jeep guy as well. So yeah, I mean, I that's kind of in my wheelhouse. Yeah. That's do awesome. you do you do the the Jeep wave to other Jeep? Drivers, Hector? Well, currently I'm I'm not in a Jeep right oh. now. So, uh, but yeah, that's kind of one of those things that it's it's part of the it's it's a Jeep thing, as they say. Well, right? Do you know the Jeep the Jeep wave, Jono? I have a Jeep. I've had like four Jeeps. So yeah, yeah, I know. I, I want to say <laughs> yeah. you guys. 
<laughs> there you go. How about yourself, John? Hobby you discovered during the pandemic? I don't know if you'd say discovered it, but definitely accelerated it. Uh, growing up, I played golf a lot, and then it got hard to play golf uh, a lot when you have kids and family and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. But during COVID, it was very limited things you can do. And golf was one of those. And so I think I found myself playing at least twice a week. Uh, you would think it would help my handicap. It maybe took one shot off my, my score. But um, yeah, definitely became a, a golf is now my preferred hobby. I'd even put it above playing football, which I never thought I would say. So there you go. Interesting. Wow. All right. A couple more. We're almost done here. So who would play you in a movie? Doing a that's movie a good, of your life. Oh, that's a good one. I don't have any idea right now, but let's go Scott Con. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Just because. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go with The Rock. I mean, he's just, he's cool. Everybody loves The Rock. He's the man. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of seems to be the go to right now. He's funny and he's just a tank. And yeah, he's just great. Yeah. Scott Kahn. That one kind of, that was from the depths, right? Scott Kahn. All right. Hadn't heard that one in a while. So, all right. Final one. We'll go ahead and wrap up here. So, been asking this one as of late to everybody. So, being completely objective here. Scale of one to ten, a one you are god awful, and a ten you are the standard, right? The gold standard. How good or bad of a driver are you? Ooh, I'd go a nine, a nine point five. <laughs> I'd go a nine. It would be a ten, but I tend to get distracted a bit. My wife would tell you I'm like a four, but. I'm giving myself a nine. That's what I was going to say. You got to have witnesses. What would witnesses say? Oh, yeah. My so. wife would say, like, I'm four or five. You drive too fast. <laughs> the Tesla does my driving for me these days, so I don't have to worry about it. Oh, that's why I get a 9.5. <laughs> All right. That's my awesome. rating score. That's 11 large. Anyway. 11 large in California. <laughs> Cash awesome. is too expensive here, man. It's like almost eight bucks. It's going back down. It- but. Where, uh, is it oh that that's considered going back down to eight bucks uh, no or, it's going back down it's like at six ish now in la but wow. uh it was that's, at eight i mean probably about a month ago which was insane yeah well well hang in there awesome so uh gentlemen this has been awesome we've uh, really appreciated you coming on joining us telling us about your products anything um so really quick we'll kind of touch base before we kind of go to final thoughts any plugs anything whether it's regarding the tasco convention anything as far as information where can we get more info for those that might be listening to this later on strictly on the audio podcast uh where can we get more information or any plugs that you can share regarding both uh, vo and beyond pulse yeah like jano mentioned i know uh at the tasco event we'll, we'll be sending out an email here in the next, uh, I think probably a couple of days for the, the giveaway of the, the VO camera and the beyond set of beyond pulse belts for your team. Um, but yeah, if you want more information about beyond pulse, it's just uh, www.beyondpulse.com. Uh, or you can reach out to me di- directly and it's just Jack, uh, Stewart at beyond pulse.com. And we'd love to, to, to connect and, and, and see how we can, uh, you know, help your program or your club. 
Yeah, I think uh, anyone that's attending Tasco, make sure you stop by the, the VO booth. We're going to not only have the giveaway that, that we mentioned earlier, Beyond Pulse, but we're going to have a special uh, promotion for any coaches that are in attendance at Tasco. So stop by and learn more about that. I believe we're booth 305 right in the middle of the exhibit hall. Um, and then also anyone else that's interested in uh, learning more about VO, head to our website, voveo.co. Uh, we have a partnership with Tasco, and so... Uh, any coaches there can get 20% off a VO camera as well. Uh, that's on our website. And so um, also, yeah, my email, J-O-N-O at V-E-O So if anyone has any questions or would like to chat, we'd, we'd love to hear and uh, connect with you. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you all had both numbers already. That's why I wasn't sure. Yeah. So gotcha. Yep. 305 and uh, Beyond Pulse, Jack, I could probably tell you yours right here. I couldn't tell you what it is. <laughs> Beyond Pulse will be at booth, um, let's see, 405. So 305 and 405. 305, 405. Gotcha. Awesome. So again, uh, coaches attending the Tasco High School Coaches Convention next month in Galveston. You can find VO, uh, VO Camera Systems in booth 305 and Beyond Pulse in, that was 405, right? So yep. uh, booth 405. Great. So, um, I know I'm still ta I'm still talking with uh, Jimmy Kruger as far as I know he's kind of laid out for me a little bit as to where I'll be, but hopefully get the opportunity to uh, to speak with you, Jono, and uh, touch base there. So looking forward to that as well. Yeah. Um. So before we go, as is customary, we kind of like to say, kind of share thoughts. Doesn't have to be related necessarily to this the game of soccer, things that are going on, current events in the game. Um whatever kind of whatever's fresh on your mind uh any plugs or you already did plugs but any thank yous anything any shout outs uh, uh that's one of the things that we like to wrap up with but before, and you all as our guests we kind of like to uh give the floor to you all john are you first yeah i think i'm just excited uh 24 days away from uh the world cup which anyone that is interested in football is probably fanatic around that i think there's going to be really different that we have World Cup games going on from Thanksgiving up until leading up to Christmas. And so, yeah, uh, yeah I'm excited to see to see how that is. And I think for the US, it kind of works in our time zone as well, uh, which is great. So, yeah, excited for the World Cup. A um, few weeks away, can't wait. Yeah, and just uh, from me, I mean, I want to thank, you know, Jono and all the great stuff that you know, we're doing together with Vio and, and Hector. Thank you so much for the opportunity to come and speak to uh, the great coaches in the great state of Texas. Um, look forward to getting out there, even though I won't be in uh, in in Galveston for for Tasco. Um, you know, I, I, I'm I'm out there all the time. So look forward to meeting everybody listening. Yeah, yeah. excited for excited for Tasco. Thanks for having us on, Hector, and thanks to uh, Jimmy. I think for for organizing this all for us through Tasco. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely a shout out and a thank you to, obviously a thank you to both of you. Uh, thank you to, I know Michael, uh, who was originally supposed to be here, uh, but glad that we got Jack as well. We were blessed to have him, Jimmy, for putting this together as well. Yeah. Well said. Thank you. Uh, thank you for the kind words as well, gentlemen. And, uh, you know, my, uh, my final thoughts, they're not, it's not really related to anything here. It's more so kind of a little bit on the personal side, but just with, uh, just a shout out, a, a big thank you to, my wife and my family um, as you know, I started, I'm officially in season here since I coach on the private, on the private school side here in uh, here in Texas. 
So, uh, you know, and our season starts in about 10, less than about 10 days now is our first first match of the season. And couple that with, you know, being an educator and running, you know, running the show for the podcast. It's, it's a lot of a lot, a lot that she does and uh, couldn't do it without her. So grateful for that. Grateful for our podcast team as well. Our supporters, our title sponsors in uh, the, in uh, College Promoters USA. And then as well as our support and being able to be a part of the, of the TASCO convention, the support that we're also receiving from TASCO. So thank you. Uh, thank you to all our supporters. And uh, last but not least, most importantly, is our listeners, our supporters, as you all know, you all are the reason why we do it. Somehow along the way, we've managed to stumble across being listened to uh, in the majority of the states in this country. But also what's really cool is 38, 38 different countries around the world. So that's uh, like I, I always say, I have no idea how that happened, but we're, <laughs> we're grateful that, that it's happened. So thank you again. And uh, like I said, you're the reason why we do it. So until the next time, keep downloading and keep listening. You've been listening to the 5050 podcast powered by College Promoters USA. Help us continue to grow by liking, rating, and subscribing on all major podcast platforms. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod, on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast, as well as on YouTube at the 50 underscore 50 podcast. Until the next time, keep downloading and keep listening.